We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome, my friends, to the Texas Power Hour with Pastor Carolyn Sism and friends. This radio show is an outreach ministry of Eastgate Ministries in Katy, Texas. Experience the power, experience the glory with Pastor Carolyn Sism. Check out her website at www.eastgateministries.com. Insights more into this gift 
and depart from us. We bless your name, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. intended to give to man, the package of God in the gospel for man. We discover that um, it is very possible to, to shift from that focus and go into so many other things and not you know, zero in on the gift of God, what he wants to give to man so that we can get it at the, we can pursue it at the expense of other things mm -hmm. and lay hold on it. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. Is this issue of what Jesus Christ, you know, Jesus Christ said this so many times, but it's very possible for us to forget it if it doesn't really dawn on us. Praise the Lord. Uh, I'll read from chapter 17 of John, the Gospel of John, chapter 17. I'll read from verse 1. Uh, these words fed Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son, that thy son may glorify thee. Glorify thy son, that thy son may glorify thee. First verse 2, as thou hast given him power. He gave him power over all flesh. He gave him power over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. This was the authority Jesus Christ was given. He said he gave him power over all flesh. What all flesh need really is eternal life. Yes. All flesh. That's the essential commodity mm -hmm. for all flesh. We we'll soon see why. He said that thou should give that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal. This is life eternal. That they might that that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. This is life eternal. Yes. <laughs> that they might know yes. thee. That they might know two beings, the Father, and the son. And the, the funny thing is that they, they thought that there are three persons that make one God. The Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Now it says, this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Now the Holy Spirit, which is who is the third person in the Trinity, was sent down 
because of this purpose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to enable us to know them. Yes. The Holy Spirit, the third person, this agenda is so serious that the third person in the Trinity had to be sent down mm -hmm. to come and make us to know them. Because nobody can know them except through the power of the Spirit. Yeah. They can't be known. And the reason why the Holy Ghost came is not just to make us speak in tongues. Bible call him the Spirit of Truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, when he, mm -hmm. the Spirit of Truth, yeah. is come, he will guide you into all truth. He said he will not speak of himself because what the people people we need to know is the Father and the Son. He said the Holy Spirit will not speak of himself when he comes. Mm -hmm. He will speak of himself because it is, he is not the one to be known. Yes. It's the Father and the Son that needs to be known. He said, he will not speak of himself. He said, whatsoever he hears from me, that he will speak. Yes. He said, he will receive of mine. Mm -hmm. You see, that mine, when I said mine, if, if we know English language properly, that mine is talking about my essence, mm -hmm. my substances, the things that made me up. Mine, mine, that is my properties. He will receive of mine and he will show unto you. That is, he will make you know my essence. He will make you know my properties because we need to know that to get eternal life. Yes. He said, because this is life eternal that they might know thee. That is, without knowing you, you cannot receive of his essence. Mm -hmm. That is, the things of God, the properties of God, are communicated through knowledge. That is, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 tells us that. Let's quickly read it before we move on. That. So the job of the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, he will receive of mine and show unto you. He now went further to say that all things that the father had are mine. So the father's substances were given to the son. And that was what made the son who he is. He said, the father, as the father had life in himself, so has he given to the son to have life in himself. So the father communicated his essence to the son and that gave life to the son. Praise the Lord. So the father, what the father used to raise this, because we know that the son of God was a raising by God, a building by God. God made him who he said, thou as my beloved son. This day have I begotten thee. Yes. So the son of God was begotten of the father. Yes. And he also said, Paul said, Peter said before Pentecost 
He said he was talking about Jesus when uh, after um, resurrection, before the day of Pentecost, he was talking to the Jews. He said, "This same Jesus, this same Jesus, whom ye crucified, you crucified him." He said, "Has God made both Lord and Christ? He was born as Jesus, but God made him." Both Lord and Christ. God made he was born as Jesus, but he was made Lord and Christ. How did he make him? He gave him substances. Let's quickly look at First Corinthians chapter two. First Corinthians chapter two. I'll read from verse six. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world that come to naught, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Verse 9. But as it is written, mm -hmm. I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. The things which God had prepared. There are things, preparations of God for them that love him. Now let's see these things and how are they transferred to those who love him. He said, but God have you seen things which God has prepared? It has not entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for them that love him. He said, but how does he do them? What, what does he do with them? He said, but God had revealed them unto us by his spirit. Mm -hmm. So the things that God has prepared for them that love him, how does he give it to them? By revelation, by knowledge. Those things come by knowledge. Now let's look at it. What are those things? For God that revealed them unto him, them by us, by the Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, mm -hmm. yea, the deep things of God. So the things God has prepared for those who love him are the deep things of God. The things of God, the things of God are the deep things of God. Because the things of God are in levels. You know, we can't take all of God at once. It says, for knowledge. Line must be upon line. Yeah. Precept must be upon precept. Yeah. Here a little. There a little. Yeah. That's how they communicate the thing, the knowledge of God's things to us. We can't take all of them at once. But all of them are meant for us. Because it said, if any man be in Christ, is a new creation. Old things are passed away. All things have become new. And all things are of God. So all things that be of God, they are for the new creation man. That's why the Bible calls us heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Mm -hmm. So he said in the book of Revelation, he said, He that overcometh shall inherit all things. Amen. That's our inheritance. Mm -hmm. All things. Now, the all things there, they are not the moon, the sky, or whatever God created. They are all things that are off. Of substances of God. Mm -hmm. 
components of God which yes. he has prepared for those who love him. So when you see a full son of God, he's one who has inherited all of God. Amen. Amen. God who has inherited all. And how do we inherit? Now, let's quickly look at it. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things. Yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man. Say, but the spirit of God, are you seeing? Are you seeing? The things of God, they are in the hands of the spirit of God. That's why the spirit was sent to come and make us know the things that belong to God, which are meant for us to inherit. He said, for, for, the, for no man knoweth the things of a man, say the spirit of God. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. Why did we receive the spirit which is of God? Let's look at it. You see a semicolon there. So that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. We receive the spirit which is of God so that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. He now says verse 13, which things also we speak. Are you seeing? So God's substances, God's things, they are, they can be spoken. We preach them. So which things also we speak. So when we speak, when we preach, what we communicate the substances of God. You now see Jesus Christ became an heir of these things. The Bible says it's Least the Father, yes. that in Him should all fullness dwell. Yes. Now He tells us what is that fullness? He said the fullness of the Godhead. Mm -hmm. That is everything that make up the Godhead bodily dwells in Him. Yeah. The Godhead have what makes them up, and those things they bodily Jesus Christ embodied them. And because he embodied them, he came back. Though he was born, Bible says when he was born, he was made a little lower than the angels. Mm -hmm. But after he inherited all things, let's look at Romans chapter, I mean, Hebrew chapter 1. Bible says he was made a little lower than the angels, just like Adam. He came to the world like Adam. Jesus Christ was not a superstar when he was born. He was not supernatural. If not, the angel of God wouldn't have appeared to Joseph to tell Joseph to carry the baby to run away to Egypt because they were seeking his life. If he could protect himself, they wouldn't have escaped with him. But after he went down, when Herod died, the angel of God came back to Joseph and said, take the child back now. So the Bible says the child grew and worked strong in the spirit. So his growth was not just a physical growth, he was also growing spiritually, he was going, growing supernaturally by reason of the things that his father was communicating to him. Those were responsible for his increase. The same way we also will increase by the communication of the same things that were com was communicated to Jesus. 
He said, the father loveth the son as the father had life in himself. So has he given to the son to have life. Mm -hmm. The father gave the son life. And the father commissioned the son, I give you power. Give this life to all flesh. So you now hear the Bible saying that God has given us eternal life. Say, and this life is in the Son. God gave that life. He downloaded that life into the Son and said, this life I gave to you is for all flesh. Give it to all flesh. He said, the life is in the Son. So for us to access the life in the Son, we must know the Son. He said, this is life eternal, that they might know the the only true God and Jesus whom thou hast said. Because that is the process whereby life is communicated. Amen. Now let's look at Hebrew chapter 1 quickly from verse 1. God who at sundry times uh, there's so much anointing in this. I can sense the presence of the Spirit of God in this meeting. Praise the Lord. God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets has in these last days spoken have you seen that he has spoken to us by his son his son whom he had appointed heir of all things have you seen that he appointed the son heir of all things that the son inherited all things mm -hmm. So because he has inherited all things, he has given him to speak to the church the things that made him up. All things. Now let's see what those things he inherited did to him. By whom also he made the worlds. You see, the worlds, the creation is different from these all things that he inherited. Because creation will fold, the Bible says he will fold up creation like, like, a, like, like a vesture. He will fold creation like a vesture, which means he inherited something higher than creation. Something what he inherited is what made creation. Praise the Lord. So he said, By whom also he made the world? Who being? Who being, that's the son, being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Now, verse 4 tells us a lot about the process that Jesus Christ went through. You know, I said, Bible says, he was made a little lower than the angels for the sufferings of death so that he can die because if he didn't come down, he cannot die. If angels, we can't even kill angels, talk less of the son, the word that was God. So for him to be able to die, he had to descend from his status as the word. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. But when he was coming down, the Bible says he was made a little lower than the angels for the sufferings of death. That is, he became man, just like Adam. When God created man, the Bible says, what is man that you are mindful of him? Or the son of man that you visit him. Say so you made him a little lower than the angels. So Jesus Christ had to come in that form. A little lower than he said, You made him a little lower than the angels. Mm -hmm. You 
You crowned him with glory and honor and set him over the works of your hands. That was Adam. So when Jesus Christ was come, the Bible says, he did not take on him the form of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. He came in the form of a little lower than angels, that is a man. Now, look at chapter 4, um, verse 4. By the time God was through with him, look at what he became. Being made. Have you seen that? Being what? Made. You see, the Son of God was made. Being made so much better than the angels. <laughs> Why? He became so much, he was made a little lower than the angels, but by the time he inherited these things, which God had prepared for us, the Bible says he became so much better than the angels. Why? As he had by inheritance. Inheritance. Inheritance turned him and made him so much better than the angels. He, by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Now, you see, the inheritance is not just meant for him. It's meant for us. He says we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. So what Jesus Christ inherited that took him to a very high place, so much better. Bible talks in Hebrew chapter 7, says such a high priest have we who is holy, who is harmless, is undefiled and made higher than the heavens. Jesus, he was made higher than the heavens. What made him? What he inherited. Inherited substances of the creator. Substances of he who is higher than the heavens. He now said, he that overcometh shall inherit all things. Those, in, those things he inherited are for us. Now, let's quickly look at it. John, 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5. I'll read from, uh, let me see. Okay. Hallelujah. 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 This is the focus of the gospel. God moving his things into man. Now, let's see. If we receive the, from verse 9, if we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his son. He that believeth on the son of God had this witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave of his son. What is the record? And this is the record mm -hmm. that God has given to us eternal life. Mm -hmm. He has given it to us. But where is it? And this life is in his son. The life he has given to us. <laughs> as far as God is concerned, he has given it to us because he has given it to the son. He said, as the father had life in himself, he has also given to the son to have life. Say, and the life that he puts in the son is for us. Say, God has given us eternal life, and this life is in the son. 
Now, Hallelujah. He that believeth. He that comes. Sorry. He that. So, where am I now? Verse 12. Verse 12. Thank you, sir. This life is in the song. He that hath the song hath life. You know, when she was singing, I'd rather have Jesus than anything. Exactly. That, that, this scripture was just coming to me. I'd rather have it. Now, when I believe in him, I had him in a measure. Because he said, I have come that they might have life. And they might have it more abundantly. Yes. So, I, like I said, if life eternal is in knowing him, the only true God, and Jesus is who he has said, and then knowledge can only come in bits and pieces. So I can't have all the life at once. This is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. And he said, whom shall he teach knowledge? And to whom shall, whom shall he make to understand doctrine? He that is weaned from milk and drawn from the breast. For line must be upon line, precept upon precept. Yes. Line upon line, precept. That's how knowledge is communicated. Yeah. And if life comes by knowledge, it means life comes line upon line, precept upon precept. We'll soon see that. So to understand non to understand doctrine is very necessary to having life. Knowledge, doctrine, very important. Hallelujah. So, he said, he that had the Son hath life, he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Now, let's look at verse 20, verse 20, and we know that the Son of God is come and has given us an understanding. Mm -hmm. He has given us an understanding. The Son of God is come, has given us an understanding that we may know Him. That is true. We need that understanding given by the Son. That we may know Him. That is true. And we are in Him. That is true. Even in His Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God. And eternal life. Yeah. Jesus Christ is the true God and eternal life. Are you seeing that? Mm -hmm. So, eternal life that is the promise of God to us is the very essence of God. Mm -hmm. There's no true God without eternal life. Mm -hmm. What makes the true God is the life that they have, which they have not shared with angels. So when the father downloaded the life into the son, when the son was the word in the eternal past, in the beginning was the word, mm -hmm. the word was with God, the word was God. The same was with God. All things were made by him. There is nothing that was made that was made, that was not made by him. In him, in the son, in the word, who was God, in him was life. That is their essence. Mm -hmm. There is no true God without eternal life. 
What makes the true God is eternal life? What am I trying to say this afternoon? That we have a great promise. We have a great promise. What makes the true God is eternal life? Angels don't have eternal life. And God did not promise angels eternal life. He said, this is the true God and eternal life. Hallelujah. That is what makes them stand out. So when he inherited everything of the, is that the fullness of the Godhead bodily dwells in him. When he inherited that fullness, automatically he became higher, so much better than angels. Because he inherited something that angels don't have. Angels don't have it. So he inherited it and came above all angels. But the beautiful thing, what makes the gospel a good news is that that which makes God to be God, the very essence of God, he has promised man. The very essence of God. He said, this is the true God and eternal life. That is Jesus Christ. And the Father said, he has given us eternal life and this life is in the Son. He that hath the Son hath life. He that hath not the Son of God hath no life. Now let's quickly look at um, Hebrew chapter 2. Hebrew chapter 2, verse. Sorry, not Hebrew. First John. First John chapter 2. Yes, from 26. Verse 2, 
in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. In hope, the reason for the faith of God's elect, the reason for the acknowledgement of the truth is in hope of the promise, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Amen. He now said, but hath in due times manifested his word through preaching. Are you saying? You know, we read it in First uh, Corinthians chapter 2. He said, these things also we preach. Mm -hmm. Eternal life can be communicated through preaching. And when we receive it, we believe it. Then we have it because we are going to abide in what we hear. Abiding means we are going to live by what we hear. Hallelujah. He said, what true preaching which is committed unto me according to the commandment of God our Savior. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now finally, let's look at 2 John chapter 1. You know I said who shall he teach knowledge? And who shall he make to understand doctrine? Understanding and knowledge is key to inheriting eternal life. Because this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Now let's look at this Second John chapter 1, just one chapter there, I'll read from verse 9. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine, how do we get doctrine? We are taught it. We are made to understand doctrine. There must be understanding. Doctrine must be communicated by understanding by teaching. Doctrine of Christ that is the teachings of Christ. He said, "By if I abide in them, he that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he had both the Father and the Son. He had what? Both the Father. Don't forget, he that had the Son had life. Now, how do I have them? I have to abide in their teachings. I have to abide in their doctrine." That is why knowledge is very important. I must know what is their teaching, right. what is their doctrine. There is a doctrine of eternal life that must be communicated to us by understanding. We must understand it so that we can obey. What we do with doctrine is to obey. Yeah. We obey doctrine. That's the reason for knowledge, so that I can know what to do. Now, he said, if I abide in this doctrine, then I have the Son. And first John says, God has given us eternal life, and the life is in his son. Whoever, whosoever has the son has life. Now he has warned against something. If there come unto you, if there come any unto you, and bring not this doctrine, yes. receive him not into your house. Right. Neither bid him God's speech. For he that bidded him God's is partaker of his evil deeds. Mm. 
Because if you bring a doctrine that does not communicate eternal life, that will not enable me inherit eternal life, which is the promise of the Father. He said the, the, the wages of sin is death. The gift of God is eternal. He said we will not appreciate eternal life and the reason for doctrine if we don't know that the eternal life is the very essence of God's being. Eternal life is of God. Eternal life is God. So this is the true God and eternal life. And that's the promise he has promised us. So God who cannot lie has promised us eternal It's a very serious project on earth. God wants all men to live. What God does is to give life. He said the Father is he quickening the dead and call those things that be not as though they were. His business, God is in the business of giving life. Jesus said, I have come that they might have life and have it more. But that life is that essence of God because God wants children unto himself. Mm -hmm. Now your child is somebody who carries your gene. Your child must be a partaker of your being. If you want to know whether a child belongs to a, 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 a particular parent, you go and do DNA and find out does he have this person's properties? If they can't trace it, no, 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 it can't be the parents. So for us to be God's children, we must have his properties in us. Yeah. And that is what he has offered us in the gospel. God, who cannot lie, promised us eternal life. Mm -hmm. And this life is in his son. So we, what we need to do in the place of rescue to get doctrine, understanding, knowledge, because this is life eternal, that they might know thee. The only true God. In knowing Him, then you know His doctrines. You know Him so that you can abide in what He's teaching. And then you come into life. And God is glorified. Because He wants to see on earth entities of eternal life. Entities of eternal life. Men and women who are carriers, they are heirs of His life. They have His life. That's what He has promised them. And this is what the Bible says we should seek. When you seek this, then other things shall be added. Because that life was the one that created all the other end. Everything was created by that life. So when you get that life, you get every other thing. Hallelujah. God raptured me into heaven, there were just parallels 
Of course, he what he showed her was deeper hide and wire more. But I had some of the very similar experiences. Okay, and then this next book, I've been excited to get to it, got this one. In the first book, she mentions uh, that she was raptured into heaven and that strengthened your body to get ready to be transported when she didn't experience that. And, uh, and she mentioned in the first book that she experienced the Mount of Transfiguration. Well, God called her to a mountain of prayer, and she said, Jesus met her there at the top of this mountain. Okay, the way she described, I will tell you, he came to her as the Son of Man. And uh, now I haven't got to the Mount of Transfiguration yet. That's next. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, she describes this, and we all know this, uh, of what it was like to see him. She said it wasn't with her natural eye. Yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't a phantom spirit. He was just as real in her spiritual eye as if she was looking at you and I. But he came to her as the son of man. And and, and she tells it from journey up to the mountain and what she went there, she just obeyed him to go. I went to, the reason I wanted, because we brought up about the son of man. She says, I cried unto him that morning with all the intensity of devotion which God made me capable and suddenly he appeared when I say appeared I mean just that I saw him I touched him I talked with him face to face not as a king not as a creator not as the son of God but to my surprise as the son of man in, conde in condescension my Lord came thus to me in humility, in kindness, in tender love. As a man, I could approach him. You were talking about knowing him. Yes. He came as a man so we could know him. Yes. I could draw very near him and not be overawed. Later, I was shown how much he loves his office as son of man. Indeed, he referred to himself as recorded in the Gospels by this name more than any other. Also, in connection with his second advent, he said, and ye shall see the sign of the son of man coming. He refers also to his sign in the heavens at that time as the sign of the Son of Man. Herein lies a mystery. May God open it to your heart. Amen. Oh, how he loves mankind. Mm. How he delights to identify himself with humanity. Amen. Mm. Bless his wonderful name forever. The dear Son of God who has become the son of man, that the sons of men might become the sons of God, Amen. and have 
eternal life. Amen. Check. 